You're listening to the sermon audio from Covenant Church at Tuscaloosa. Our prayers that this encourages you in the Lord. Well, Happy New Year. We're glad you're chosen to uh, take a break from your New Year's Day and be with us this morning for a worship service. Now, you may not considered it a worship service because today we have gathered to have a prayer service at the church. But really, I think an argument could be made that prayer is probably the purest form of worship that we can be involved in. So I hope it'll be a blessing to you. Uh, I want to make a confession to you. Of all the blessings and privileges I have in being united with Christ, the one privilege I abuse the most is that of prayer. And the reason I abuse it is because I don't pray as often or as sincere as I should. And I suspect that would probably be the testimony of most everybody here this morning. But we are going to gather, we are going to have prayer today. The gospel accounts, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, reveal that Jesus spent much time in prayer. And evidently the disciples got to hear him pray sometime and something about his praying impressed them to the point that they said, Lord, teach us how to pray. Later on this year, uh, hopefully we're planning to uh, start a journey through the book of Acts. And when we do that, we'll find very quick in, in the book of Acts that prayer was a very important and regular discipline of the first early church. There's a lot of teaching in the epistles on prayer, and there is a lot in the epistles that exhorts us to pray. In the last book of the Bible, the Revelation to John, there is a verse that describes 24 elders falling down before the Lamb of God on His throne and they were holding, the scripture says, John says, golden bowls of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. Now think about that a minute if you're a follower of Christ. That means that when you pray, your prayers are a sweet aroma to God. God commands us to pray. But he also delights in our prayers. They are special to him. And so whatever testimony I think is, we go into 2023, whatever testimony Covenant Church reveals to our community, one thing we should always be known as is a church that prays. Biblical prayer has at least four, I'm not saying this is an exhaustive list, but there's at least four elements that seem to be uh, consistently taught and revealed when we look at prayer in the Bible. In a minute, we're going to use those as a guide. But uh, right now, I, I want to ask that you, and I ask this kindly, I don't ask it in judgment, but I, I would ask you, if you will, at this time, to put away your phones, uh, put away anything that might distract you. Uh, I know we have our children here this morning, and that shouldn't be a distraction for you. One of them, like my, my three-and-a-half-year-old great-grandson's here today, and he's been looking at some of my uh, Bible books and so forth this past weekend. In fact, he rearranged them all. I, I, I'm going to have to go back 
But he has been known to break out and speak in tongues time to time, so he may, you know, may do that. Don't let that be a distraction to you, but let me, let me remind you this, that prayer is a battle. It's a fight. And as we bow in just a minute to pray that our adversary, the Lord's adversary, would rather you do anything else this morning than seek the Lord in prayer. And so he's going to attack your mind. But you have the promise, if you're a follower of Christ, God's Spirit lives within you. And he will help you win that battle uh, if you will be dedicated to, you, to it. So uh, here's the thing. As far as how we pray, you can, you can whisper a prayer where you're at. Uh, you can just pray thoughtfully with your meditations. Uh, if you feel led by the Spirit to offer a prayer out loud for the rest of us to follow, that's fine. The only thing I ask and guideline I ask is that you don't abuse Scripture when you pray out loud and that you be uh, conscious of the time because uh, there are others who may want to pray and are in a season of prayer too. So, uh, having said that, I'm going to ask you now, if you will, to bow your heads and close your eyes and press in on the Lord. And let's fight this battle of prayer and let's take advantage of this tremendous privilege that the Creator who sent His Son to save us that we just sang about gives you access to His ears. And He wants to hear you pray. And so the first element of prayer I want to guide us this morning is the element of praise. Praise is a recognition on our part of God's greatness. Revelation chapter 5, verse 11, the 24 elders I referred to a while ago prayed this. They said, worthy are you, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things, and by your will they existed and were created. I would remind you that the Scripture teaches us that God is all-powerful. He's all-knowing. He's sovereign in complete control. He's just. He's patient, He's faithful, He's gracious, He's merciful, He's loving, and He's unchanging. And surely as we bow this morning, surely you can praise Him for who He is in your life and who He is that Scripture tells us. So saints, take a minute or two and praise God for his greatness.
Father, we praise you this morning because you truly are the only one who is totally and completely worthy of praise. We praise you, Father, not as we praise each other to encourage one another because you need no encouragement. But we praise you, God, because you're worthy of praise. We praise you as the only true God, the one God who has chose to extend your mercy to us. And yet, Father, in your wisdom, you have done it in a way that does not violate your justice. God, we praise you. This is your church. We praise you for who you are. We praise you for who you are in our lives. And God, we praise you as we submit to you and honor you. And we bow, Father, this morning, not only in our hearts and with our eyes and our head, but we bow our hearts in subjection and submission to your rule. Father, we praise you this morning. The second element of biblical prayer is the element of thanksgiving. The psalmist says in Psalm 118, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for He is good, for His steadfast love endures forever. When we give thanks to the Lord, saints, we are giving recognition to God's goodness with respect to what He has done for us. May I remind you that God the Father brought us into existence. He is our sustainer. The breath and heartbeat that you and I just experienced is not mechanical, it's not automatic. Life is God's gift to you. God the Son took on flesh lived and died on your behalf. And he rose again to raise you from spiritual death to eternal life if you've trusted him as your Lord and Savior. God the Holy Spirit lives within you, giving you the power to understand the Bible, to obey God's commands, to resist sin, and most importantly, to help you do what you're doing right now, and that's pray. So let's give thanks to the Lord this morning, church, for what He's done for us in our salvation, for the life He gives us, for His blessings that sustain us in His strength. Thank the Lord. Press in and thank the Lord this morning.
Father, we do come to you this morning with a heart of thanksgiving. As Brad has prayed, Father, we are thankful because every good gift comes from you. I thank you for the small child that was just uttering a sound, Father. I thank you that you have blessed us with many children who make up this church. I thank you, Father, for how you have in 2022, like you have in every year of our existence since you birthed us, you have provided every resource that was needed for us to gather and worship and do the ministry that you've called us to here in this community. And I thank you, Father. I, I thank you that even those circumstances that we encountered this past year that were difficult and hard. And Lord, even as we sit here this morning bowed before you, there are those I know who are gathered that are facing some very extremely difficult issues. It may be health, it may be financial, it may be relational. But I thank you, Father, that according to your word, even those difficult and trying circumstances that come, come from you and your purpose is that they will bring ultimately glory to your name. And God, because you do love us with a steadfast love, they will also ultimately bring good to us as your children. We thank you this morning, Father, for your faithfulness to us. A third element of biblical prayer is the element of confession. 1 John 1, 9 says, If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Confession of sin is a recognition of the holiness of God in light of our responsibility to obey Him in submission to His will and His authority rather than offend Him with disobedience. Confession is a good thing, saints. It's a gift from God. And God's desire with confession is that we be restored as His children to fellowship with Him, not to condemn us with guilt. And confession may be more than just confession of sin. Sometimes we need to just confess to God that we don't sense a closeness to Him like we once did. Sometimes we just need to confess that we are battling with doubt and we're battling with confusion. And we need to ask Him in confession to strengthen our faith, to help us by the power of His Spirit to draw near. So listen to the Holy Spirit now, saints, as we take this time of prayer of confession and just confess to God. Be, you can be honest to God. You can trust Him with your heart and soul because He loves you. Christ loved you so much He died for you. The Scripture assures us He would not give anything but good gifts to His children who ask Him. Let's spend some time in confession right now.
Father, I thank you this morning for the gift of confession. Because, Lord, your word is correct. We do indeed sin. We're thankful, Father, as your children, that we have the promise that one day we will see our Savior face to face. And at that moment, we shall be like him. And we'll no longer be in the presence of sin. Sin will not even be something we're able to do. We will have perfectly pure love for you and devotion to you. But in our journey here, Father, we are tempted and we do sin. We do fall short of your glory. But we thank you, God, that the promise of confession is that the blood of our dear Savior who was shed on our behalf continually cleanses us from sin. And we confess our sin, Father, not because we need to let you know about it. You know all things, and you already know of our sin. We confess our sin. We confess, confess our wrongful attitudes. We confess grudges and thoughts and broken fellowship to you this morning, Father, because that's not what you want of your children. You want peace and harmony, and you want love among your family. So thank you, God, that you grant to us the ability to confess our sin when we sin. And thank you, dear God, for the guaranteed assurance that you cleanse us because of Jesus. Thank you, Father. And then the final element of biblical prayer is the element of petition. Matthew chapter 21, verse 22, Jesus said this, And whatever you ask in prayer, you will receive if you have faith. 1 Timothy chapter 2, verses 1 through 4. First of all, then, I urge that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings be made for all people, for kings and all who are in high positions, that we may lead a peaceful and quiet life, godly, and dignified in every way. This is good, and it is pleasing in the sight of God our Savior, who desires all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge of truth. And so in this last element of prayer, we petition God. That is, we ask God to give us something or to do something for us or to give something or do something on behalf of others. And notice that the verse I just read said that we're assured of receiving what we ask for as long as it is asked in faith. Now, saints, this is not a blank check from God to ask for my heart of selfishness. True biblical faith always ask for that which brings God glory, not self-gratification. 
When we have the correct motive of true faith, we have the promise that we can petition God for ourselves and others and trust Him with the outcome, trust Him with the answer. So now let's petition God. Ask for healing. Ask for salvation. Ask for marriages to be strengthened. Ask for material needs to be met. But ask that all that be done according to God's will and for His glory. Ask in faith, church, and Jesus says you will receive. Father, I thank you this morning that because you know all things, that you know the deepest need of every heart that's gathered in this place this morning. And I thank you, Father, that you have already met the greatest need we have as sinners, and that is forgiveness and a righteousness to stand before a holy God in judgment. And you have taken care of that need through the life and the death and the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father, for meeting our every need in the way that is best for us and is for your glory. And now, folks, before we close this morning with heads still bowed and eyes closed, we're going to have some elders down front, be some ladies down front. Some of you may be here this morning, and you just want somebody to pray over you. You may want to come and share with them what that need is, and you may not. You may just want to come to them and say, "I just, I just want somebody to pray over me this morning." They'll be down front. Feel free to get up and make your way down to the front. Some of you may just want to come bow here at the front. You may want to make a, an altar out of the front of the stage here this morning. Let's close this time and however God leads you. This is a time that God holds special, special to Him. So you just do as the Lord guides you this morning.
take advantage of this time, church. This is, the Lord's provided this for you. He wants you to cast all your cares on Him because He cares for you. Don't leave here today burdened down with anxiety and worry and fear. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead lives within you if you trust Christ. He'll meet that need this morning. may just need to put your arm around the shoulder of the one sitting next to you. You may know they, they are carrying a burden of some kind and just pray for them. church that 2023 that we will depend on him that we will seek him that we will follow him that he will give us wisdom to know where he's at work that we might join him in that work pray for your pastor pray for elders pray for deacons pray for every covenant partner that this would be a year that we might truly truly Seek the Lord. Pray for those who might be joining us from time to time for worship. Pray for children that, that come to our children's ministries that have yet to put their faith in Jesus, that God might draw them to the Son in 2023. Pray for your neighbors. Pray for your work associates. Pray for your relatives. thank you and praise you for this time you've given us this morning as your church to seek you in prayer and father my prayer is that it won't end here that even as we leave and go to our homes and our activities that daily father we will seek you in prayer not only that we might petition you father but that we might hear from you that we might draw close to you Church, I'm going to ask as we close this time before our last song that we stand and you can open your eyes and I want us to pray what we refer to as the Lord's Prayer together. It's really a model prayer that God gave His disciples and many of you are familiar with it, but the words will be on the screen in case they're not. Let's seek the Lord together in this last prayer.
Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. And all God's people said, Amen. We'd like to thank you for listening to the sermon audio from Covenant Church at Tuscaloosa. If you have any questions or would like to know more about our church, you can visit our website at www.covchurchtusk.com or you can email info at covchurchtusk.com. God bless.